All right, and welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I am your host, Eric Ficken. With me, not as always, but making a special guest appearance, not as just a random one-segment type of person, but he's starting off the show the right way, Mr. Brian B-Fly. Fleischer, what's up, Brian? Hey, Derek. What's going on? Going? What's, what, what's what? up? What's up? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's, it's going well. How are you? <laughs> I am great. It is another week here at Becker Radio. We're always having fun here. So let's start it off. We have a great show planned, and you're not going to be with us for the whole time. You're just going to be here kind of the first couple segments. Yes, sir. New products and pricing, and then inside new releases. We're going to talk something that literally just dropped a couple hours ago. We're taping this on Wednesday. I don't even think it was hours. I think it was minutes ago. Yeah, it's it's super quick, and we just got it from the Knights Lance over at Panini America. Mr. Tracy Hackler's words. We're talking about 2015 Donruss soccer. I'm excited. You're excited? Any standalone soccer set or product makes me excited. Yeah, but you won't buy it, of course. I might buy some. You might buy it. Wow. I might buy some Chelsea singles. I'm going to... Some U.S. singles. Yeah, there it is. So... Before we get into that, we'll do new products and pricing. But after that, we're going to bring on Justin Gruner. He's going to do a, a feel-good story with Upper Deck. And then our featured interview this week is with Mike Fruitman of Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado. So we're going to have some fun with that. But let's start it off, new products and pricing. We have next week, coming live next Wednesday, the 25th, Donruss Basketball, Upper Deck Series 2 Hockey, and Topps Mini Chrome Football. Uh, this whole month has been super light. Yeah, it's usually it's traditionally a slow month for the hobby. Yeah. Uh, Top Series One Baseball le- released uh, on two the fourth. Yeah, on the fourth. Yeah. It'll be two weeks today. So usually everybody kind of stands back and lets that that one breathe, at least in baseball. Yeah. So the next baseball product doesn't come out until early March, I believe. Is Tops Heritage okay. March March third or fourth? Yeah, or that March first, 4th. M- yeah. That first Tuesday in March. Uh, that will be followed by, at least for now, uh, Donruss Baseball. Okay. Um, MLB Stickers, a Topps product, oh, kind of a retail yeah. only for your for your sticker albums. My kids are real excited about that yeah. one. That comes out in early March. Okay. Um, yeah, so f- as far as baseball goes, it's really kind of a slow time right now. But until, March is when it starts picking up. Yeah, it'll pick back up once you know spring, spring training starts yeah. in full swing, pun intended. <laughs> and then the new season... Yeah, then then it'll start. It'll be an avalanche of of product. Yeah. Um, as far as pricing goes, you know, since it's been super light this month, we only have two products, and that's uh, Upper Deck March Madness Collection Basketball and Tops Fire Football. Uh, two actually, uh, I guess, inaugural products. Uh, March uh, Madness, be- they haven't yes, done. Yes, I believe so. Tops Fire, they've never done. No, I believe um, that's. I believe you're correct. Yeah, with March Madness Collection, uh, it wasn't heavily broken. But it was a product when I broke it, I was extremely impressed with. Uh, it was super hard to get the checklist in the system uh, <laughs> because the uh, card numbers are alphabet soup, but there's four cards for a player, that, you know, multiple cards yeah. because of certain moments in the tournament. So that was super cool. It was just kind of hard for me because I'm not that smart. Whoa, um, uh, you're smart. Give yourself uh, a little th- credit. Thank you, Brian. You're, you're my favorite manager here at Becca Media. <laughs> Don't tell Rob or, or Dan. Uh, but let's let's talk about why you're here, and that's obviously inside new releases. And it's 2015 Donra Soccer. Now, when I saw this, I was taping another segment for the show, got it on my phone, and I was trying to pay attention to what was going on on the show. 
but I was trying to read this Donruss because I was like, oh my goodness. They're taking their flagship brand uh, and, Madness. And, and and slapping soccer on it. You know, traditionally a baseball brand, of mm-hmm. course. They, yeah. They're doing basketball this year, correct? Yep. yep. Um, and Panini knows soccer. That's how the company was built in the 60s. Obviously. They, they uh, started with soccer. So they didn't um, start with just making sandwiches, Panini no, uh, sandwiches. You're better than that. Oh, you're better it. than that. Uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You know, they, 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 they do extremely well, obviously, with their sticker products in yeah. World Cup years. This year, kind of, you know, one of the, the big hits of the, the hobby, not just soccer cards, but just the hobby in general, was that uh, Panini Prism World Cup set. Yep. Um, really high dollar stuff on a lot of the parallels. Yeah. Um, a lot of the autographs. They had an awesome autograph checklist. And it looks like, just from their initial information, um, a lot of those guys who were featured in the Prism autograph checklist are going to appear again here. Um, guys like uh, Ronaldo and Messi and Bale and Robin and James Rodriguez. James. James. I, 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 I don't, don't call me James. Yeah, please tell me why. Don't Just look at me. Why? Don't you know? look at me. We need to, to talk to, to one of our South American friends in, in is, grading. Yeah, isn't he from Colombia? Isn't that? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah, He's so a Colombian. We need to talk to uh, a Colombian uh, co-worker. Uh, we, don't, we currently don't have one anymore. We Dang had it. one. Uh, yeah, we, we did, but unfortunately Unfortunately, she's not here anymore. That's correct. That's unfortunate. Well, yeah, Wes- <laughs> Wesley Schneider. Yes, sir. Miroslav Klosa. Yes, sir. Uh, David De Gea, Matt Hummel. I mean, obviously, the guys from the U.S., Tim Howard, Josie, I, I would assume, yeah. are there. Michael yeah. Bradley. Um, but, I, you know, looking at the card images that they put on the Knights Lance blog, this dual autograph of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Gareth Bale, I mean, that's huge. Pretty and, good. And, and, and they need to do You know what? It's probably early enough. You know what? What? Donruss, Panini America. Yeah, what up? Let's throw Hamas on a triple autograph. Hamas. <laughs> Hamas, Ronaldo, and Bale. You know, let's do a Real Madrid. They've got it. They've got a quad. It looks like they've got a quad. Barcelona. Where is it? Uh, Pique, Alves, Suarez, and and Xavi Hernandez. See, that's nasty. What what would be really nasty and next level? You know, is to take the upper deck mindset of doing the booklets and exquisite and all that stuff like remember they had the 16 michael jordan autos or something like that don't need to do that absolutely insane no we don't need that but make a starting 11 booklet autograph card boom trademark got it (laughs) panini america tracy Hagler, scott prusha hit me up i might give you a little hookup on that um but wouldn't that be sweet? That would have be the really start. I mean, that would be so much well, money. Now they've, well, uh, they've got to get all the autographs. And highly still, unlikely. Yeah, but it'd be a cool one of ones. It, yeah, it it'd would be, be pretty sweet. I, I yeah, if if they could include that in a in a product, I I would try get, and buy. Get a working on that, guys. Yeah, come on. Well, it looks like it looks like did it have a release date in here? Maybe April. Yeah, it said mid April. Um, so you know, eight eight cards per pack, twenty four packs per box, kind of you know standard. With uh, one auto, three numbered parallels, and more than 35 inserts. So typical Donruss. Yeah, it's real insert heavy, it looks yeah. like. Um, you know, it's got the, the typical parallels, the bronze proofs, the silver proofs, the gold proofs, um, all numbered. Mm. Um, instead of Diamond Kings and Gridiron Kings, we have Pitch Kings, yeah. which might you know go over some American collectors, but not if you're a soccer fan. If you're a soccer fan, you know that the the field is called the pitch, right? Right, Derek? <laughs> I, no, don't look at me. I, I'm an Italian guy. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Um, but, I mean, you know, they have the international superstars, so, you know, they're, they're going back into their success with the World Cup, you know, Prism World Cup, so that's really cool. 
but they have the midfield maestros. They have defensive dynamos, fantastic finishers, clean sheets for goalkeepers. Uh, you know, uh, 25 base set photo variations in their uh, national team kits. That's that's pretty sweet. I, th- I think it's going to be and it, and it, I bet you just based on, there's no information in here but I bet you it's going to be at a lower price point than the Panini Prism. Yeah. Just traditionally yeah, Donruss is a yeah. is a more I don't want to cheaper is the wrong word but it's a cheaper product than than Prism. But I mean I, at the same time Prism World Cup was 100 something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But it, it didn't have one auto per box. No, this is this this says one auto per box, so maybe it's going to be more. Good point. Boom. Young that a number Oh, I am just booming it up today. This this is great. <laughs> and it's only the beginning of the show. Um so there I mean, I don't know, maybe they'll hook it up and be somewhat cheaper but be like, "Hey, auto per box, you know, uh because we have so many sticker autos." we're going to hook the collectors up for yeah. soccer you know yeah i'm excited for it i was it was it caught me off guard yeah people were yelling in the office saying you know hey brian do you see donra yeah. soccer donra soccer yeah mike Payne was really the only one yelling no mike uh, dan hit oh, he yelled dan at me hit, too really? yeah he said hey donra soccer dan and i hit, said knows. yes i'm on it oh, it's okay. awesome yeah all right no I, you know just with the list of players you know we have zlatan uh, in there, David Luiz, Neymar, Ronaldo. I mean, you it, know, that it looks like they're gonna they're gonna have their their, you know, a lot of parallels, uh, yeah. not only to the base set but also um, all the inserts. So it yeah. could get pretty parallel heavy. But you know, where that may not work in some of the other sports, or where some people may like kind of roll their eyes at tons yeah. and tons of parallels in soccer. If Prism is any indication, it was a huge hit, even with the tops English Premier League set. Yeah, the parallels sell really well. And it looks like in here, uh, the insert sets will feature unique border designs and mm-hmm. sequential numbering to 49, 25, 10, and one. Well, yeah, those are the parallels to the insert sets. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's pretty, you know, limited. Yeah, you know, and it's people not like it. Yeah. You know, I think there's just a, a um, desire for international soccer cards in this country. You can get them; they're not hard to get on eBay. You can buy boxes of Panini Adrenaline and Champions League mm-hmm. and World Cup stuff, but and some card shops carry them. I know there's a decent amount on the Beckett Marketplace. Yeah, um, but. I just think there's mo- there's more and more each year. There's as as it's easier to watch these games in the United States, yeah. and as the sport grows or continues to grow in the states, there's more of a desire because people know who these people are. Ten years ago, people may not know who Javier Mascherano was or yep. or Sergio Ramos or, or guys like that, yeah. um, but now they do and they want cardboard. Well, I mean, let's kind of see. Uh, uh two sides of the story you have tops doing the epl and mls and now panini's doing the world cup and i mean i don't know how they're going to be able to do the epl stuff in here you know what i mean well they may just do national team stuff for the english guys correct maybe maybe or maybe they'll airbrush the teams and yeah. they have individual contracts with the with each player yeah. i don't know how the licensing will work on all this i'm, I'm sure it's very confusing because you, you yeah. you've got multiple countries and multiple continents maybe yeah, and you have to deal with fifa <laughs> well yeah you maybe know, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> it, it could be trouble yeah no i you know i when i saw this come across my email i uh like i said i i about stopped doing what i was doing with the radio show and and read this because you know soccer is becoming a big hit in the states but for people like you and me you know we watch it all the time we want more of it and what better way to get it than through a product like Donruss, you know? Though, you know what? I have I have a bone to pick with 
Tracy. Oh, because I'm assuming he wrote this. I think he, he did. Uh, let's yeah, by Tracy Hackler, right there. He the calls top. prominent club teams such as Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich. Hold on, where are we? Because this might page. be a jab towards me. So and then he just... says AC Milan oh, and yeah. Club America. There it is. Yeah, there's not one English Premier League team listed there. Chelsea, See, Manchester City. The the problem is though, Brian, that no one cares about <sighs> Chelsea. I can't, um, uh, I can't. Tons of people care about AC Milan, especially <laughs> because today we're taping on Wednesday is Robert Baggio's birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. Baggio, uh, Maestro Baggio, uh, for all the great things that you did with AC Milan. When, when's, when did AC Milan play in their Champions League? Hey, or uh, when's their when's their in the knockout? When's their game? I, I have hot tea over here, and uh, <laughs> there's nothing stopping me from throwing it across the table at you. Um, but hey, you know, uh, shout out to Tracy Hackler for a cool little web posting on their blog, and special shout out for not including Juventus. Uh, and including AC Milan in that little paragraph. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, PSG, Atletico Madrid, uh, AC Milan, and Club America. I mean, you know, those are prominent teams around the world. You got to deal with it, Brian. Sorry. Whatever. Whatever. So yeah, look towards mid-April for this. That's you know, this is the first story that came about. This is literally all we know. So hopefully they'll come out with more stuff as the time gets closer. But for an, an initial look, I'm going to put this up there for one of the products of the year. I'm, I'm calling it with the success of Prism World Cup. I think it, it, it has the potential to become one of those big products. Why not? Let's just call it that. Yeah. Um, so, awesome. all right, Brian, I'm really tired of looking at your face and I have to get in Justin uh, in here uh, and then Eric. So I have a lot of people I have to look at. So, uh, well, please. thank you for having me on. Thank you for letting me you know, invade your domain. That is so nice of you to say that. So I'm just going to be nice to you back. So, Brian, thank you for coming on Becker Radio. It's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. We'll see you later. See ya. Okay, so enough about new products. Shout out to Brian Fleischer for coming on, talking about 2015 Donra Soccer, which is awesome and interesting. That just dropped. Uh, we're, we're taping this on Wednesday, so it literally just dropped probably 20 minutes ago. So that's, that's fresh, next-level information from Beckett Radio. Uh, but let's move on to news around the hobby, and we brought the main man, Justin Gruner. Main man, huh? Yeah, the main man, no, Justin like G. Uh, we brought you on to talk a little goodwill yeah. uh, in the hobby. And this was an interesting story that we got from radio at Beckett.com or email. Um, I don't really remember uh, what spurred the email, but the story that he gave us was super awesome, and it involves Upper Deck and their hockey products. So, yeah. Justin, take it away. What it was, I think, was the card numbering was That's off. Right. Yeah. And he emailed me directly, <laughs> yeah. I think. And I was talking to him back and forth, and he's like, "Yeah, I can't find this on the database, and I found it and yeah. put it fixed everything for him." But uh, it's the black diamond uh, thirteen fourteen, those quad diamond relic redemptions, like yeah. that has the real diamonds in it. Yep. Well, his story goes that he got a box of cards for Christmas from his girlfriend. Mm. He f- directed her to Black Diamond, um, and they had a, a Black Friday sale going on still for that. Yeah. So he's like, that's cheap. I want it. Yeah. Well, he pulls this redemption, and he's getting all excited, and he looks at the expiration date, and it says April of 2014. Uh, so uh, And this eight was months, December of yeah, 2014. So eight months a little too late. Yeah. He's all bummed out. He says he calls up Upper Deck, and their customer service said, well, we still have about 10 to 12 of these left. You get you can have your pick of whatever player you want. Mm. And I guess he's a Toffoli fan, so he picked Tyler Toffoli, and that's what he's got now. You know, that that's an awesome just uh, – 
good Samaritan story. Yeah, it's nice know? to see that you know some of the card companies will still honor their redemptions. I mean, if you have the cards in stock, the expiration date shouldn't mean anything. Yeah, and I that's mean, pretty cool that they stood up. You know that that that's kind of an integrity thing. I I like to. Yeah, that kind no, of stuff. It, it's nice to hear you know things like that because it it puts a little bit of faith back into the hobby. You, you oh, yeah. always hear negative things, you know, from card companies, from from card shops, from group breakers, you know, from, from everybody. Forum posts. Yeah, from everything. And it and it just it hurts. You know, it's yeah. just it it it, it just, I don't know, it puts a bad rap on everything, you know. And it, yep. it to have such an innocent thing as collecting cardboard, you know, be so just I don't know, just so blah. You yeah. know, to hear and it goes to see these stories and hear these stories that just puts a little bit of faith back into it. Oh, know? yeah. And it's like I said, it's cool to see that, especially with Upper Deck. I mean, they're they're the only guys doing hockey. Yeah. They could have just been like, Psh, no. Yeah. Whatever. What are you going to yeah, do? We're, you, we're yeah. you know, they could have just said, You're, we're your only hockey source. Deal with it. Deal and they with, didn't yeah. do that. They, exactly. They honored it, and that's that to me is a really cool move. That yes, was, yeah. So I mean, you know, shout out to Chris Carlin. I know he isn't, you know, customer service. He's the marketing guy there, but you know, he he does an awesome job coming on the show, talking to us, giving up his. I know he's super busy, so right. giving up a few minutes of his time to come on the show and talk to us. Uh, you know, that's awesome. Shout out to the customer service reps at Upper Deck, and just shout out to Upper Deck in general. Yes, yeah, we, yeah, we don't give them enough love. Uh, so this right. is a little. A little love segment for Upper some Deck. Some props. Give yeah. you guys some props. Yeah, we, we're giving you all some props. A little positive vibes going yeah. going through the radio waves. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, like I said, you don't hear a lot of these stories. And uh, it was kind of refreshing to see that email just one random. I think it was a Monday morning. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I'd talked to this guy back and forth for a while. And he's really cool. He's really patient. I mean, it was – I honestly, I felt bad because he uh, – he emailed me once and I forgot oh, and I was person. awful. I felt awful because then he emailed me back and he's like, hey, not to be pushy or anything, but uh, <laughs> what's up with that checklist? And I was like, crap. Yeah. I was like, oops, I uh, I kind of forgot, man. Um, I'm really sorry about that. And I was like, I promise I'll take care of it immediately. I did it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no worries. He, nice. He's like, thanks for doing that. And he's yeah. So he's a cool dude. And uh, he also pulled a, a one of one um, out of the cup, a Nathan McKinnon, Alexander Barkov dual autograph shield card. Very nice. So. That's a pretty cool pull too. He's got two one on ones within a couple of months of each other. So yeah, you, good karma goes to good people. Yeah, exactly. So maybe he can give that karma and that good mojo to us when we start breaking some products. You know. Yeah, I uh, I had some. I, I busted my first box actually in the last like eight months. Yeah, there you uh, go. Bust, uh, series uh, one, right? Series one, and yeah. I got one of those really rare like uh, the case hit. This was one in nineteen hundred packs of Xander Bogarts, one of those future stars manufacturer pins yeah the logo pin or i was whatever. all excited i was like these are rare i was yeah. like i'm sure i'll get like 10 15 20 bucks two dollars yeah. oh man it's five dollars after shipping if yeah. i really wanted to count that on there <laughs> but well, you know what it's top still series cool one, oh yeah with top series one i feel like it's more of set collecting you know it's more mean? set collecting honestly if you um it's the parallels if you get the yeah. black parallels those sell i mean they're numbered to like 50 or 62 or yeah. some random number and those things sell for ridiculous money if you get the right guy. Like a Jeter of those sells for like 30 bucks. Oh, yeah, I bet. Especially, I don't know if they have the variations in the parallels. but I it, don't think they do. They don't? No. I, I bet that Jeter uh, variation in just the base oh. set. I got to go through all my cards and find the sparkle if I have a sparkle. Uh, but See, uh, that, you know, the sparkles, I'm not a big fan of. That's I'm not either, me. but they sell well. Yeah. I would sell it. And, that's why I would yeah. look for it. Just and so and like, it. I was going through the box boxes that we got here at Beckett yeah. for our uh, box busters. And I was when I was doing the base set, 
I was trying to go through it and look at all the cars to make sure. Well, is this well, a spark? You know, there's a little. You know, there's a little trick to that, right? What's that? They're on the back. They have little codes on the very okay. bottom of the card. Yeah. And usually they end in like five one or some. I'm just go with me for five one for okay. like the yeah. base regular cards. Yeah. The variations would be something like six two or eight five. Oh. Um, it's hard to explain over the radio without showing you a picture, yeah. but. Um, it's an easy way. That way, you don't have to look for the variations yeah. on the cars and research it. You can just be like, "Oh, here's a variation because yeah. it's this different number on the bottom of the car." Yeah, because I, I, we, you know, with two boxes, you have over I don't know, not a thousand. Base no, you cards, have about it's 360 cars a okay. box. So, so I, yeah, 500, 720, yeah, something like that. Well, math is not his strong suit, yeah, folks. No, uh, but that's a lot of cards to go through one by one to look. Yeah. See if you have a variation or anything like that. So I kind of so, gave up after like I'll, two. I'll show you. I'll show you <laughs> after the show. And you yeah. No, you can know what I'm talking about. Well, that works. Well, yeah. Let's go back to the story with Upper Deck. Yeah. Shout out to all those guys. Super cool story. If you have any cool stories like that, we want to showcase them on the show. So send them our way. Radio at Beckett.com or just shoot us a little tweet saying, hey, check this out uh, at Beckett Radio, all one word. But, uh, Justin, you need to get out of here. I do. We need an interview to do, so we need to get you out, get (laughs) Eric in. So uh, we'll see you. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, so now let's get to the interview segment. And I bring in a special guest, Eric Norton. Everyone, Yeah, everyone knows Eric as the hockey guy here at Beckett. That's that's kind of – that's his title, um, I guess. I don't know, maybe. And the gopher. And the gopher, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll accept that. But uh, we have a special interview on the phone. And Eric actually brought this gentleman to me, and it, it's a pleasure to have him on the phone. So we have Mr. Mike Fruitman of Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado, on the phone. Mike, how's it going? Everything's great, guys. Just uh, chugging along, uh, living, living the cardboard owner uh, card shop dream here. There you go. Now, uh, Eric actually, uh, he brought you to me uh, through email, and Eric's going to start it off, but he has a pretty interesting story to tell you. Yeah, it was about the uh, the last time I saw you was at a, a Nuggets game right right after the AI trade. I believe they, they, they shipped Andre Miller to Philadelphia for AI, and it was that first game back. I was home on leave from Iraq, and you were doing your, your side gig, which is a pretty interesting side gig. You're an uh, NBA security guy. Do you still have that? I still am. I uh, started doing that in uh, 1988, believe it or not. Nice. And uh, what I remember most about going to your shop was the poster. I don't, I don't remember who was on the poster except for your smiling face standing there in the background. Someone was getting dunked on or something like that. Who was that? Um, wow, you know, I'm, getting, I, I'm trying to think of the poster. I know I've been on a few cards. I've, uh, I was on a Jeff McKinnis rookie card way, way back in the day. And I was on a back of Brian Stith. And, uh, I don't know, I've got a few photos sitting behind Jordan. And, uh, I actually sat at the end of the bench. So I've got incredible stories of some of the worst guys who ever played. The NBA. <laughs> That's that you should write a book. Uh, uh, that, that would be perfect. That would probably make millions. I'll, I'll settle, settle for 10G at this point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, let, let's kind of uh, keep things rolling. And I want to talk and get a little backstory on how you started collecting. You know, I, I was one of those kids who uh, I, I went to a, there was a kids TV show in Miami and I went to it. And uh, when I got done, there was a goodie bag and opened up with a pack of 78 tops baseball. And I opened it up and, you know, how, how cool is this? You're a kid, you get a piece of gum and a Pete Rose card. Oh, and yeah. I was hooked. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the next 10 years of my allowance was all earmarked for sports cards right after that. I, yeah. I still, every time I see that P. Rose card, it's just kind of like this great flashback to, you know, being 8, 10 years old again. It's crazy. So you still have that card? I do, actually. I do. It'll, it'll never be sold. You know, if somebody needs it for their set, I'll just have to get them another one. But, yeah, I've got that. And uh, 
I've got my entire uh, semi-worthless childhood collection. You know, there's there's what the book says it's worth, but to me, it's priceless. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I've been going through my uh, collection, and it's somewhat small. And Eric's kind of been helping me out. But, you know, I had a Tom Brady rookie that was probably like two bucks. But I was like, you know, I need to get that graded and encapsulated. Got a couple Jordans that I'll never sell. But just to have it kind of showcased and and looking all nice and shiny, it's just it's priceless, you know. Absolutely. Now, uh, you you talked about Pete Rose. Is is that kind of your go to player and is baseball your go to sport? You know, uh, we're all known as baseball card shops, but yeah. when it comes down to it, looking at my shop, we're really a, a football card shop. Um, you know, when a guy gets drafted in football, and I mean, literally, I'm watching ESPN right now, or at least it's on in the background, and they're talking about the upcoming draft and how the guys are going through the, the uh, they're all in Indianapolis right now. And, you know, so much of it, so much of the interest right now is when a guy gets drafted, he just immediately plays in football. Yeah. And right. whereas in baseball, and don't get me wrong, we're selling the heck out of Bowman Chrome draft. We're selling. Uh, the heck had a 2014 Bowman Chrome. I mean, the response to the rookie from last year has really been strong, especially recently. But really, I mean, those guys are two years out from playing, and they just don't carry the same buzz as a guy who's going to get drafted in a, in a month and, and really make an impact in the NFL. Yeah, definitely. Now, let's kind of go back a little bit and talk about where did you get the idea of starting a card shop? Oh, geez. Well, I mean, can I just say I'm not qualified to do anything else? <laughs> um Actually, it kind of ties in with the security job. I mean, I was doing security when I was in college, and, you know, there's some flexibility with the hours, but really you've got to have tremendous availability, and it was something I had tremendous passion for. I'm getting paid to see concerts and sporting events, and I'm thinking, all right, well, if I get hooked up with IBM, they're probably not going to look at the second job and let me slide out every day. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I I found a card shop when I was going to school in Boulder and started hanging out there. I was kind of like the unofficial norm of the place, except for I didn't have a bar tab, and... uh, (laughs) So I'm, I'm there all the time. I kind of got the the way of the the way of running a card shop, and, and then I got out of college. There was a card store around the corner for me, and started doing the same thing. So I was hanging out there so much, and you know, still had the nighttime gig. That started doing the part time thing, started doing the full time thing, and kind of like Victor Kayam with the Patriots so long ago. I liked the place so much, I bought it. You know, I've had the shop since December of 1992, and it's a labor of lust. Yeah. Anybody who owns a card shop, they don't love what they do. <laughs> They lust after what they do. Yeah. Right. Now, how hard has it been to continue to be a uh, successful card shop? I mean, you see left and right card shops just going out of business, and it's unfortunate because we all remember what it was like to go to your local card shop, and unfortunately, you don't really have that local card shop anymore. Uh, so what does it take to stay successful in this industry? Um, it takes an incredibly understanding wife. It takes kids who aren't afraid to not see you for extended periods of time. Yeah. It takes being creative. It takes rolling with the trends, um, sticking your butt out there for when it's going to work and, and making sure it doesn't get sliced off when it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, got to be willing to gamble, and, and, and you know, you got to hope that they pay off. You know, it, it was easy early on. I mean, when I opened up in December of 92, we had Shaq Mania. I mean, the Rockies came around in 93. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the easiest thing in the world doing a card shop, and Maybe that explains why there are so many of them. Um, you know, now it takes being creative. I mean, we've been doing group breaks since 2008. Uh, we're not the first people to start doing it, but we're, you know, we're some of the earliest. Uh, we've been doing group breaks literally every single Saturday since then, um, working with email, social media, doing trade nights twice a month, weekly drawings. I mean, it's, you know, getting people in here is, this is what you, going to a card shop is what you do when you almost have too much money and, and, very few people have too much money these days. So it's a matter of giving everybody real good reasons to come by here. And, 
it's carrying the new product. It's carrying the old product, being a strong buyer and making sure that you're taking care of your, your collectors when it's time for them to turn around and sell. I mean, I don't want to rob anybody. I want them to, you know, if I can help them out short term and get them to stay in the industry, that's more important to me than making a quick buck. You know, Mike, I'm going to speak from personal experience, too, as I used to frequent your shop. I, I know that there's a there's a shop around around the corner and up up the road from you a little bit. I'm, I'm not going to name them, but from personal experience, my experience in your shop, you were just you were much more personable. Your customer service was way better. It, it was just I had a genuine good time being there with you, and didn't get that from the other guys. So just I'm not tooting your own, your horn, but I'm, I'm just telling you from from my experience, that's what it was for me. I, I appreciate hearing that, and I and I say I always say that owning a card shop, it's it you know it, it's a person surrounded by cards, and if you can't buy me, and by that mean you know get along with me. I mean hey I'm. I try to be funny. I try to be less sarcastic than I used to be. My store can be a little bit neater, but yeah. you know, it's, it's, I'm just an individual surrounded by cards, and I, I appreciate the compliment. I mean, I, I don't want to do anything else. I love what I do here. I've never had the same day twice. The dress code's casual, and research involves watching ESPN. I mean, who, wants, who doesn't want that? Yeah, you can't really beat that. Yeah, that's hard to beat. <laughs> um, let, let's go to the future. And uh, where do you see the future of cards and just this hobby in general? Do you think, uh, you know, the next step is uh, going back to set collecting? Uh, do you think group breaks is, is the next big thing and it's going to be here to stay? What do you think? Wow, I wish I could tell you the future. I mean, shoot, I'm, I'm looking at some products on my shelf from just last year that I made mistakes on and I, yeah. I didn't even get that right. Our <laughs> um, case breaks here to stay, I would say to a certain extent they are. We've, we've enjoyed tremendous success. I mean, I can't remember the last break that we've had to call off just for lack of interest. So in that regard, certainly it's a great way to, I, I, I have fun with it. I get to be PT Barnum. I get to, you know, I don't break open boxes on a regular basis. So I get to like, you know, literally put on a show when I've gotten, when we do our case breaks and, and, you know, we're able to introduce our customers to products that just, they wouldn't necessarily find on their own. We did a case break with a 13, 14 rookie anthology hockey. And when the product came out, it was a good seller for us, but it wasn't massive, even though it had McKinnon's rookie cards. We did a case break with that. We had two McKinnon's come out. Uh, we had other great players come out. And, and it turned that product, at least in this store, into a real hot commodity. So it, it's not just, okay, did I make $100 on the case? Sure. I mean, did I make 200 I don't know. But long term, we've introduced our, our customers into a product that they really may not have found otherwise. So that's that's part of the value of the case break. I mean, it's getting people in, obviously, to prepay and be here for it, and if they're not here to pick up their their cards. For me, the whole the whole thing is about creating trips, and it's it's about giving people reason to come into my store. We we haven't sold on eBay in literally three years. Wow. I'm on DealerNet. I haven't run a sale on DealerNet in you know probably a year. I just you know, we buy for the shop. Um, am I leaving money on the table? Probably. I just don't have the time for eBay. I, I, I'm willing to let other people be really aggressive with their singles and try to, you know, push them out as they do. Um, you know, I, I wish I had an exact formula. I mean, I love going to, we've got the Vegas event coming up next month, and I, I love going to that thing because it's literally where I pick up so many great ideas. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, I, I had a call the other week. It was it was the coolest thing. There's a shop in Canada who, who follows us on Facebook, and I know I've met him in, in uh, Vegas before. For, and I couldn't put a face to it. But the guy was just going on and on about you know how some of the ideas we do here they've been able to implement in their store. And, and he was just going over you know, how great it was and how many you know how successful he's been able to be by incorporating the ideas that we we do in our shop. And it was the coolest feeling in the world. 
I mean, I went to Hawaii in 01 and 03, and I was a sponge. I was just picking up every idea I could off of the other card shop owners. So it's so great to be in the industry for this long and be able to turn that around and help other shops. Um, you know, it, it's fun with breaks. In terms of the future, I mean, w- what hasn't been tapped? I mean, obviously, jerseys and autographs. What's coming up after that? Booklets? Okay, been there, done that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd love to tell you that I've got the next golden egg, but uh, you know, I look forward to seeing what Tops and Panini and Upper Deck are able to do with with you know what else is out there. In terms of the future, you covered that. What's hot right now? You mentioned uh, Bowman Chrome earlier. What what do you what's flying off your shelves? You know, it's a it's a time of the year where people are kind of transitioning off of football and kind of getting into baseball. Uh, we're selling the heck out of anything named Bowman from the last two to three years in baseball. Really? Uh, obviously, the 2015 drops is out, and people are into that. You know, the jumbos and the regulars are all selling well. But it's it's that time of the year where people really prospect, and we feel almost more prospecting now in interest in Bowman products than we do during the regular season. Hmm. You know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, everybody's zero and zero. You know, this prospect's a, a can't-miss guy. Chris Bryant's going to change the whole way we look at baseball, whatever. Um, it, it's just a fun time, and the way that Baseball has changed the last few years where you can have a guy's prospect card for two, three years, and then a rookie card beyond that. That's, I got to tell you, that's like the coolest thing. I mean, when they made that switch, it has bolstered so many products where you get a guy like Mike Trout who has cards in 2010, 11, um, and for multiple years where he's either considered to be a prospect or a rookie. Right. And, and really, at least this time of the year, we're really seeing the interest in, in you know, the next Mike Trout, whoever that might be. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, let's kind of go with the current, I guess, trend right now. And uh, National Hockey Card Day is coming up this weekend. And we talked to Chris Carlin from Upper Deck about it. And he's super excited. Really, everyone's excited. Uh, Middle of hockey season. You know, I know Eric's excited. I am a little bit excited. Yeah, a little bit. But, Mike, let's kind of get your current uh, promotions and specials that's going on at Mike Stadium Sports Cards. Well, we've gone deep into a lot of the Upper Deck products from this year as well as last year. Uh, we just brought in cases of Black Diamond, Upper Deck, SP Game Youth Trilogy, Artifacts, and more. So starting on Saturday, you know, we'll have the whole, the whole day will be geared around National Hockey Card Day. We'll be doing a case break that evening with SPX Hockey. Nice. Um, throughout the day, well, we're going to try to do some fun things. We're going to you know, bring in some ice cream. I just found out today we're expecting anywhere between three and six inches of snow, so maybe awesome. we'll be making snow cones. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, we're going to try to do some fun things. I know we're if the kids, uh, anybody, actually not just kids, if anybody shows up wearing a hockey jersey, we've got something special set aside for them. Obviously, as part of the promotion, everybody who comes in the door is going to get a free pack. Uh, we'll have the bonus cards available as well. And, you know, after the promotion's over, if we have packs left over, we'll, we'll break them open so we can help people complete their sets. Uh, we're, we're excited about this promotion. We embrace everything that every single league and manufacturer offers. We are, you know, quick to grab promotions. And this one's always been very strong for us. Last year was great. Obviously, there was the extra interest because of McKinnon being on the Avs. Right. Um, we, we were lucky this year. Upper Deck has chosen 20 different stores to support. And uh, we were lucky enough that we're getting $500 worth of promotional support items to be giving away. And, you know, I know we're going to be doing a spelling contest uh, throughout the day. <laughs> All right, actually, well, you know, hockey's just one of those fun sports with some great names. Right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be having a spelling contest. I think it's at 2 o'clock. So uh, if you're in the shop, you literally, we're going to give you a player's name. And if you get it right, we'll give you a prize on the spot and we'll kick you to the next round. And one of the items that they send us that day, I know we'll be using for support. We haven't gotten them yet, but please check us out. Check out our Facebook page and just check out Mike Stadium Sports Cards. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter at Mike's Stadium SC. 
And as soon as we get those items in stock, we'll be posting pictures and obviously letting people know how exactly they can win them. Yeah, you know, that's funny that you bring up the spelling contest because we, we have some issues here at Beckett uh, just with last names, pronouncing them correctly. I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a ESPN guru. I watch it like it's a religion. But for some reason, I get kind of hung up on some basketball names, you know, from the international players. And I mean, don't even get me started on hockey players. Even though I love hockey, I'm just I'm horrible with pronouncing last names. Uh, so that's awesome. I, I wish I could go to that. Uh, <laughs> so yes, yeah, spelling bee. But uh, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Our time is up, but everyone needs to check out www.mikesss.com. That's their website, and like he said on Twitter at Mike Stadium SC, and their Facebook page Mike Stadium Sports Cards. A lot of great stuff going on. Case breaks. Everyone loves that. Yes. So yeah, check it out. And National Hockey Card Day, like we said, is Saturday, so he's got some great stuff planned. But Mike, thank you so much for coming on, and I'll be at the Industry Summit uh, Sunday through Wednesday. And if you see me running around or at the Beckett booth, come say hi, and and we can chat for a little bit. All right. That's awesome. Looking forward to seeing you guys out there. Thanks so much for having me on. All right, so that wraps up a special show here at Becker Radio. Special shout-out to everyone who came on the show, including Eric Norton, Justin Gruner, Brian Fleischer, and, of course, our featured interview for the week, Mr. Mike Fruitman of Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado, Aurora, Colorado. Uh, if you want to check him out, check it out on his website, www.mikesss.com, Twitter at Mike's Stadium SC, or Facebook Mike Stadium Sports Cards. A lot of cool stuff going on with him. Like he said, case breaks. National Hockey Day is this Saturday, so if you have a local card shop, go check it out. Get some free hockey cards. Have a little fun. You know, rip some packs of, of not just hockey, but, you know, maybe baseball, basketball, football, whatever. But have some fun with the hockey cards. Uh, and yeah, that, that really wraps it up for me. If you are a card store and you want to be featured on Beckett Radio, shoot me an email, radio at Beckett.com. Let me know who you are, where you guys are at, and uh, we'll, we'll do a little bit of um, a showcasing. Uh, just get a little, you know, uh, when you started, you know, what, what is it like to have a sports card shop in your area and, and have a little fun. So if you want to do that, you know, just send me an email, radio at Beckett.com. You know, we just had Mike on and we had Nick from Nick Sports Cards here in the DFW Metroplex, which was awesome. So if you guys want to get featured on Beckett Radio, just shoot us an email, radio at Beck.com, and we'll have some fun. So that pretty much wraps it up for me. Like I said, I am your host, Derek Ficken. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.